0: I <laughs> Oh we're on oh,
1: we're on. Hi, oh, hello. hi, good morning. Good morning.
2: What's happening?
3: So
1: we didn't answer the question of whether or not we can use foul language. know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is to, you know, pirate radio or whatever. We're anti the man. Well, so that,
2: that means sorry. That Nick isn't hosting.
3: Huh? <laughs> Well, why don't we introduce ourselves? That sounds like a good start. Well, I'm Jen, and I'm Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from San Francisco. <gasps> originally, or were you a, tra- no, are you a I'm transplant? A, I'm a transplant. I'm originally a Jersey girl.
0: <laughs> oh, what dun, part dun, of Jersey?
3: Dun, dun. North Jersey, Rutherford, best hometown ever. Dave's from uh, South Orange. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah. Oh my god. So I've been to Jersey oh.
1: a lot. <laughs> You guys can bond later, I over can't Jersey. Wait.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So before we go around the circle, um, the circle <laughs> of life, uh, this is there a is talking the first stick? First edition <laughs> of Chicks on Bikes. Yay! Yay! Chicks on Bikes.
1: The first edition. Yeah, we got to
3: come up with a theme song. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> That's okay, right.
3: so New Jerseys in the house. New Jersey. New Jersey in the house. <laughs> and
2: and this is April and Hi, April! Hi, April. And I'm from here, right now. From Los Angeles. <laughs> from this radio station. Right now, and originally. She and was
1: conceived and born. and born in the radio station.
2: So that's right. Right. Wow. right. Wow. Actually, no, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> that's right. And we have...
1: Tess. Hi, Tess! Hi, Tess! Hi, Tess. Hi, Tess. Um, I'm from LA, too. Uh, from Wilmington, San Pedro area.
2: We must.
1: So, uh, Yeah. So I'm a native, too. That's trippy. I don't meet a lot of
2: L.A. natives. Go, native power.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Both native from L.A. and L.A.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We need a talking stick. And we can uh, implement the timeout as well. (laughs) But only if there's a beer component. Oh, right, right, right. Or a shot component, possibly, of the timeout.
2: It's really hot in here, isn't it? Yeah, that'd be great. Sure.
1: Nick, the cute boy manservant, is going to <laughs> get our Thank beer. You, Nick. For Thank us. You, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Nick, the manservant, the cute manservant.
3: <laughs> See, this
1: is this what is can happen go... when
3: you are a, go- a woman and you ride a bike. You get manservant,
2: and you <laughs> turn over your radio show. <laughs> <Jeez>. Is <laughs> that the sequence? You guys,
3: he's gone. He's Vagina,
1: gone. or biologically, or you know. Post
3: stop, oh, and you get on a bike. You get on a bike. Your world opens up. It was a manservant to start off. To with. start. Nice. To start. It can only get better from here. It's all
1: downhill from here. I can get on board with that. That is the main reason I got on a bike. Was for the
3: manservant. <laughs> it's true. They don't tell you that though. You kind of have to figure that one out on your own. It's the fine print. That's right. I Women bicycle comedy. being resourceful, getting a manservant.
2: It's fabulous.
3: So Jen, what? Uh, when did you first start riding? Oh, oh my God! This is yeah. So, I was in elementary school. I think it was like maybe first or second grade, and I got my first bike, and I was so excited. And um, you know, my dad was anti. Um, what are those things called? The
2: training wheels. Training wheels. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. He. I don't know why, but this is how he taught me how to ride the bike. We go up to our neighbor's driveway. Our neighbor's driveway in Rutherford, New Jersey. kind of steep, you know, a little bit of an incline. And I'm like, hey dad, what's going on? What are no we training do? wheels? No training wheels. <laughs> we get to the top of the, the driveway. How the much incline. therapy did that take <laughs> when you got to be in the top? <laughs> I hate you, Dad! <laughs> well, so we lived on the end of a dead-end street, so not that much traffic, but we get to the top of the driveway and um and he's like, okay, well, you're going to get on the bike and you're just going to head down the driveway and then turn to the right onto the street. And I'm like, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like throwing you into traffic. Total Jersey death. That's
1: Jersey for you right there, dude. But hey, oh I learned God. to ride my bike.
3: Yeah. And uh, much faster than the other Did kids. Did you fall? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I still have scabs. Was on that, my knees.
1: And that was kind of. <laughs> that was kind of before, like the whole sort of. Oh no! S- like,
3: social discourse and like, putting kids in helmets and no. like baths. No. Oh, it was not even. Yeah, not even an <laughs> issue. Is? Not even mentioned. Yeah. We
1: never. We. Uh, I mean, I didn't wear a helmet till I was an adult. Yeah. And I am yeah, one of those too. dorks who wears a helmet. But I always wear. A yeah. Helmet. Ditto. Me too. Always.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so so. Did you so? What happened after that? Did you kind of ride bikes from then on? Was there like periods where you?
3: Yeah. So I rode bikes through elementary school because, as you do, that's what that's what we did. And then um, I guess there was a time in high school where I didn't ride as much, um, but I always had a bike, you know. And then um, and then I moved to California, and um, I just you know where I used to live in New York City, and uh, and that was. It's gotten a lot better now, but it was. Oh scary. my god! Yeah, I saw more bicycles get hit by cars, like on my lunch break from oh, work. God. I mean, it was horrifying. So um, that deterred me a That's little. That's like aversion therapy, right <laughs> there. <laughs> oh <know>. my god! <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but yeah, then I moved to San Francisco, and it's just like the easiest place in the world to ride a bike. And um, oh, I started
2: to hear from the Nether- Netherlands. I <laughs> said.
3: Is that an inside joke? You guys from your San Francisco years? (laughs) April lived in San Francisco for a while. That's how we met. Yes. (laughs) And so Tess, how about you? Yeah. What's your writing history? Kind of the
1: same thing, but not the um, traumatic early experience (laughs) of the, you know, being thrust into the traffic. But uh, yeah, kind of same thing. And I always had bikes growing up, but I lived in, I love where I grew up. Like the Harbor area of LA is so awesome. Mm. It's Really diverse, working class, like awesome area, and uh, um, always had like like Schwinn cr- uh, Schwinn like multi speeds, you uh, know, yeah. and had this really cool red one, and but in- invariably your bike would get stolen, yeah. you know, and then That's and nice. then like through junior high and high school, I went through a series of really sick, like totally pimped out cruisers. And we would, like, use our babysitting money and stuff and ride up to the uh-huh. store called Pat's Hobby Shop. And we'd buy, like, chrome chain guards and chrome fenders oh, and, like, sick-ass, like, totally decked nice. out, kind of low ridery yeah. cruisers. And uh, and then I kind of... Hi. Hi. Turning Hi. the phone that on. Is...
4: Turn, turning, actually, the fan
1: on. So we have two manservants today, oh, yeah. actually. Someone
4: just walked
0: in. in?
1: He's our first top manservant. Sorry, you gotta <laughs> maybe be manservant number two, like Ben Stiller's assistant. <laughs> assistant. He has assistant one and assistant two. Really? Yes, I think. Well, Sorry, well, Ben. Like
4: assistant crack whore, you know. That's 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 what I live to be, you know. Right. Oh. Being on the side of humanity, right? The So if we put you on the corner,
1: we could exploit you and Absolutely. earn money off that's your back.
4: Cool. It's almost like traffic. You know, they they exploit you if you park in a car. We'd like to think that you can transcend that. And they're not listening, they're not hearing anything but now But dead air. Really? Oh, Is it because
1: you can't, you're oh. off the mic? Okay, well, no. that was a that was a weird Hi. exchange. But, um, so, and then I kind of, <laughs> I lost track of biking when I moved to Seattle. But I uh, hooked up with, um, who's now my husband, I hooked up with him and he was a messenger in Seattle. Oh, nice. So he got me sort of back on the bike and then I met a bunch of bike folks who I was in bands with. And was just like, why am I not on a bike? But it's so hilly and rainy there, and I'm kind of a pansy mm-hmm. on the hills. I do them, but I, I bitch the whole time. Yeah. But there, it was almost. So well, you've got kind a double
3: of whammy of hills and in rain,
1: and they were like, like year round cyclists. To totally like he commit. would be, yeah, he yeah. would be like head to toe rain gear when he was cool. messengering. Mm-hmm. And They're hardcore. Yeah. But so when I moved to LA, I really wanted to, you know, it's flat, and yeah. you know.
2: The weather's beautiful and here, and it's you can
1: bike all, and it's great biking here. You know, besides like all the issues of reasons why biking is so politicized, and there's so many people working towards change here. But beyond that, there's a lot of side street yeah, stuff you
3: can do. You know.
2: Yeah, I think it's a good city for people to get into cycling. It is a good city, which is a- and the weather's nice. Mm-hmm.
3: So as a as someone that's not that from fact. LA, it was very. Pleasantly surprised with our ride over to the studio this morning. It was we really did ride here. It was really fabulous. It was, really fabulous. It was, it was really pretty lovely. and like I didn't feel any. I mean, granted, you know, Absolutely. I'm sure that that it's out there, but you know, cars stopped for us and wow. waved yeah, at us beverages. and thank you, manservant two. At us.
4: It was really <laughs> yes, you. my liege.
3: Thank cute you. Cute
1: manservant two and cute, cute, cute manservant one. And one and two. Yes, my liege. Well, by the way, the hey, the the, the phone number to call in and. uh you know pay homage to us is 213 998 and call in with your comments oh, and okay. uh it's on the and, questions,
0: and, comments, and then i think there's an
1: email but nick will probably have to manservant the email <laughs> so oh yeah there it is we'll it's refer like, to our
3: manservant.
1: for the email um but yeah so getting back to that i think that that's one of the things like with uh so I told you about doing the West Hollywood Bicycle Task Force thing, That's which amazing. is so fun, and I'm—it's such a cool thing. I'm learning a lot about um, the sort of politicized side of biking, and it's really cool. But are
2: you learning how to?
1: Um, oh my god! And <laughs> totally. I <laughs> I come from like a grassroots, like social justice sort of organizing background. You know, Seattle's uh, totally yeah. like like San Francisco, mm-hmm. and this is super like formal oh, you, and there's Trevor. all these rules and you can't like vote at once you have to like everything has to be passed like even ending the meeting they have to someone has to propose
3: a motion to end the meeting that can work on a lot of levels <laughs> are we ready to end this i don't know, I don't know yet.
1: so i'm always like putting things into the wrong place and yaying and neighing in the wrong place and it's like okay but i'm getting used to it now
3: Really, really yays and nays?
1: Dude, full Literally? on. Yep. And like... You have to say I? Yes. <laughs> and it took me a while and I was really confused and the guy... I gu- raised my hand when I did that. That's Three what... people. I don't know if you officially the- have to raise your hand. I should ask because I don't. Maybe that's why nobody ever...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Someone's <laughs> keeping a scorecard test.
1: <laughs> but I'm like... I guess at one point when... Uh, You know, you're not supposed to say anything anymore. Like, bring up any new topics. Of course, I bring up new topics. Oh, wait. I know, but it don't, but you know, but some of the issues that some of the um, folks that don't ride all the time—they're on, you know, the task force and they're riders, but not like commuter riders like we are. They're just getting over their fears of riding in this kind of traffic, you know. But I always tell them, you have to have a healthy, you know, healthy sort of respect slash fear, mm-hmm. you know, to keep yourself safe, but Absolutely. L.A. does have ways, don't you think that there's, like, fourth, we took fourth, which is, like, such a great, it was fabulous, yeah. Cheers. yeah,
2: cheers, 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 yay. yay, yeah, I think L.A. is a great city to ride in, um, I, I didn't, I'm trying to think if I, I guess I rode around the neighborhood, I grew up in Wilshire, Fairfax area, yeah, we rode bikes in the neighborhood, in the streets, but, Yeah, I think I think the, the streets here are moderately safe enough to learn in. Then you can always go to the beach and there's bike there are bona fide bike paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's
3: a nice framework. I mean, and riding in riding in traffic is something that you there's a learning curve and you have to get better at it. And mm-hmm. of, of course, right. like you start with what you're comfortable with right. and then, you know, the more you do it just like anything, the more comfortable you get. And what's what I think is really awesome about riding in traffic as you get, like, more and more comfortable with it, is, like, that buses
2: are great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> especially at, like, uh, the, the junction when that weird, and you get, I got caught behind a bus there and then tried to outrun it, like,
0: ah! <laughs> How are we? Really,
1: dude? So I, like, went up on the sidewalk, you know? It's terrible. it's
2: terrible. The
3: buses are rough, yeah.
1: Downtown, especially, the buses are gnarly, like, on Main and then there's potholes all along the side there. It's like death trap. <laughs>
3: but anyway, LA is a lovely place to ride your bike. And it is, right. Yeah,
2: right. exactly. We've like pointed
3: out all like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but you but it, do cultivate your um, like sense of like you, you can your um, observation skills are yeah. so much stronger and like. You know, nobody. No drivers use turn signals anymore, which I'll oh, refrain God. from going off on because I can go no, off go the whole off, two hours. Bring it really, back the like, blinker. Really? Like, come on! It should be automatic. Like, you shouldn't decide. Do I put the blinker on? Do I not? Like, it should be always. Oh on.
0: my the the law I Except it it's is. not. <laughs> it is,
1: it's the law. April's like the voice of reason. Right? I'm like, we should <laughs> use our blinker. It's the law. Yeah, like Not only does, should like like law you, but the law. and order voices. chung chung, yeah.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. It's, it's law.
2: law.
3: Law, law, It's law. Law. So <laughs> so oh my I guess God, if there's one pedal. thing I want to say to any all of you out there listening, <laughs> use your turn signals. Please use your turn signals.
1: Mm-hmm. And even, too, I do get aggravated at other cyclists that don't use hand mm-hmm. signals because... I'm sorry, if you're going to blow a stop and I'm going to blow the stop, at least, like, let's communicate communicate, so we don't hit each other. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing. I think one point you brought up that is really something for me with cycling is how much riding like i'd like not just for recreation now like commuter cycling mm-hmm. how much it sort of brought me into the present all the time does oh. that make sense like absolutely because you have s- to
3: be you you're so be. focused that in like five seconds ahead you know yeah like, and it's right. amazing really like i i look at a car and we're both coming up to a green light and i'm like that car is going to turn right in front okay. of me okay and then no blinker he does I'm yeah like, i'm 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 like sixth sense totally you do though you do cultivate that you have to I I agree and I think that it's
1: the same thing but it's like you and then the sort of eyes in the back of your head like Mm -hmm. the whole the whole thing of that and um, I I definitely and I feel like it's translated over into my personal life like as a person I think I feel like calmer just because Mm -hmm. on cycling you can't panic Mm -hmm. you have to stay calm you kind of got to keep your cool you you know you have to be hyper alert (laughs) yes
2: yeah and kind I feel like a ninja. It is. <laughs> <ends. laughs> <Like> ninja. <laughs> Biking
1: ninja oh, That could be our comic book of the chicks on bikes. Biking ninja. It's I the law. It. I love Can it. We pink? Oh yeah. We must well, be pink ninjas. Cause wearing dark at night in a ninja costume, no. you'd get totally killed. No, that's yeah. True. yeah. You need to have unless it's a pink neon sparkly. on the outside, pink sparkly. Sparkly,
3: sparkly is always
2: good. I can get because then it'll get reflect off that. the headlights right. and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I can totally, totally get behind that.
2: Okay, cool. Glad yeah. we got that. That'll be away. our new. Well, that's decided. Our awesome. new comic book at that. this studio. I feel it's like that's whole
1: ADD. One of my favorite LA bands. There's a couple, Go Betty Go. They're awesome. They're like one of my favorite LA bands, and there's a poster there of them. And then it looks like they did a show. Literally right every
3: single oh, inch yeah. of every yeah. space in this studio is covered with
2: Yeah, I wish something. the listeners, assuming we have lots
3: <laughs> yeah, of listeners it's just,
1: out there. There's probably, like, one person who's <laughs> totally hung over and, like, <laughs> <laughs> shut those bitches so Stop listeners. it. We're fascinating. There's know, we like,
3: are. More and more people are, like, calling their friends. They're like, mm. hey, check
2: this out. We're going to cultivate legions and legions and legions of fans.
3: I want to start a cult.
1: <laughs> the oh, yeah? Chicks on Bike cult. Chicks on Bike. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: That kind of cult. That's a great kind of cult. We can get behind that.
1: So make sure you uh, call us and let us know what your uh, biking stories are about L.A. at 213-252-0998. And give us stuff to talk about because we got a pretty good amount of beers. So. <laughs> So by the end of it, we could be doing, like, bizarre hula dances, you know.
2: Absolutely. Somebody just brought us some beer, and Jen's on vacation. I'm on vacation. Yay! Yay. Yay. So
1: so let's Tell us about Pedal Panties.
3: Oh, so Pedal Panties. Oh, it's my uh, little business I have with my business partner, Mary. The two of us started it in San Francisco. It's called Pedal Panties. Basically, it's bicycle lingerie. It's a cute little boy shortcut panties with a pretty thin shanny, chamois just uh just enough cushion um for bike riding so it's under casual clothes um so that you don't have to like spandex yourself out in order to be comfortable on your bike you can wear them i'm wearing them right now in fact so you uh wear them under pants jeans dresses skirts skinny jeans whatever you want so take your pants off so we can <laughs> see <laughs> I'm so glad you asked, Tess.
2: I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> She's
1: just been waiting for someone to invite her I'm sure to the do
2: man that. Servants would oh, love that. the
1: manservants would love that.
2: They actually got really excited. They've got to the work up to that lingerie.
1: They haven't no, quite. If they bring that us yet. some tacos. We'll see Ooh. about. Ooh, yes. That's a, right. That's
2: Don't funny. give it all away. Don't give it all away. So,
3: where do you find pedal panties? Oh, so you can buy pedal panties on Amazon, of course. Um, cool. We're, we're on an online retailer called Panties Salad, which is fabulous. <laughs> panty salad it's fabulous awesome the fabulous thing about this um, website oh my gosh it's wonderful all they they do all sorts of panties as in get
2: your salad tossed <laughs> oh.
3: panty salad panty salad <laughs>
1: Spring, well, you know, depending on your perspective. Well, you're going to
3: remember yeah. it. It's yeah,
0: it's, it's hysterical. I love it. The great
3: thing about the, the w- website is that all he, different he's got varieties. a 360 view. So he puts oh. all the panties he sells, including pedal panties, on a form.
0: I'm and am going to it up, up, up on pictures. my smartphone. Yeah, and, and oh, then just,
3: it's like a 360 view of the panty. I mean, it's great because. <laughs> How <you laughs> many pervs? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a now, perv magnet. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? <laughs> he's a really nice, you know, uh, developer. Why is it so
1: dark in here and the computer's on oh, and you're really shopping nice for
3: No, it's fabulous. Pantsy salad. Check it out. No, As dude, Biopank. that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So, um, yeah, Pantsy salad, Amazon. We've, we're in a bunch of shops in San Francisco, um, but, you know, we're slowly but surely taking the... US, and then you have your own on, like
1: you have you can buy off your website right?
3: Um, Too can we, you yet? We don't have an e-commerce uh, site just yet, but in the works. In the works. Nice. But you can always email me at jen at pedalpanties.com and place an order. Because we're still that small. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do they come That's in different cool. colors? Good
2: customer service. Absolutely. We hope that when you get really big, we'll still be able to email our orders to you.
3: And get a personal response. <laughs> Thank oh
2: wow, you. it does give a 360
3: view. Yeah, it's really cool. Pants- really dot Check it out. Let me see. I gotta put on my glasses. Oh, those are
2: all <laughs> kinds of panties. I'm
1: t- Whoa! <laughs> the funny oh, thing is, yeah. See, Pantysalad.com. salad. How would you wear that one?
3: <laughs> I love radio.
1: Oh man. Oh my. So this thing is—it's like a thong on crack. <laughs> This one and 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 it and they turn the little mannequin models.
3: That's really the one helpful. with the bow in yeah. the back,
1: the you quick release. Wow! In the back.
3: I mean, you don't really think that you. Um,
1: you would have to have a serious Brazilian to wear that. That's not a pedal panty; it's another brand. But you would have to wear a get a serious Brazilian to wear that totally, thing. Totally, totally. Is that what they're called, Brazilian waxes? <laughs> Is that when it's
2: all done?
1: <laughs> Unless you just—I don't want to even put
2: that in my head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I wonder if I, I don't want to find Petal Panties on the, yeah,
3: uh, PetalPanties.com. So what about Anchor Girl?
2: Wait, I wanted to hear about the, the, uh, the colors of the panties. Oh, yeah. Oh, it
3: comes so. in lots of colors. Um, there's a, a nice teal color. Wearing
1: See, wearing. she's starting oh. to bust it out, people. <laughs>
3: We've got, of course, black, hot pink. We've got a lilac color, um. A really nice kind of dark purple color. Um, we have uh, patterns, but they, they always change. Like, we have a little arg- pink argyle pattern petal panty. What's new is we have a ruffle pink back ar- petal panty. Oh! That actually I mean, oh, she a
2: sample. They
1: do have samples, but... Jen's busting out the petal panty samples.
2: She's coming Ooh, prepared. pink argyle. Yeah,
1: these are the pink argyle. Cute. Oh, my God, these are so... Cute. Wow, they're really soft. Yeah,
2: they're really awesome. And these are the ruffle back ones.
4: Cute. Can you define on the air what you're seeing?
2: Yes. We're we we're looking at the
1: petal panties. Mm. We're so
2: looking the p- at the sample of um, Jen just got out four different samples of petal panties, and uh, right now we have a black, a pink. Wow, these look um, really comfortable. A rosy color and a ruffle back. A ruffle back. Cute ruffle back. Yeah. Those are
1: like vintage style, Aren't almost they cute? like those like for less panty. I'm going to a picture
2: of it, and tweet it on These yeah. are really
1: soft. are so mediocre. So how did you start thinking about these? I mean, obviously so, being a cyclist. Yeah,
2: Mary
3: and I, my business partner Mary and I were we we you know, would go on rides around the San Francisco. Bit. Yeah. And um my business partner Mary, you know, she was in a phase where she pretty much only wore dresses and skirts. And um you know, we were talking and she had a very uncomfortable bike seat and we're like somebody should make like panties That have a bike Like a cushion in it Yeah And then we're like Huh That's a great idea Why don't we So we um, went back To her place And we oh. bought the URL That day Pedalpanties.com Because we came up With the idea And then And then we just Went for it Which um, Has been fabulous It's been a, such A great experience And you know We got a, a Designer A sewer We worked with her These are Highly engineered Panties we Yeah did. I can't even tell you How many fittings We did to get it right because yeah. they gotta be comfortable and that's the whole point. That yeah. They sit under like your
2: Argyle, um, sorry, I'm interrupting.
3: You don't it's have so the talking stick. Right. <laughs> this is April. Take a shot the
2: talking pants. Take a they shot. <laughs> interrupting. Um
3: Are they different fabrications? The patterns usually are different, um uh a different um Like, like material. Yeah. yeah. Generally we stick with the Nylon Lycro blend, a nylon spandex blend. So they're breathable, they're um, quick Plus size, too? Yeah. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. um, I'm holding the pink Argyle pair and uh, having an idea for a future product that I shared with you on a. A, these a a- the entrepreneurs
3: day. that we can't stop them. We just can't I stop them. I know, the it's
2: amazing. Um, but this is April, and I'm tweeting, I'm going to tweet some photographs of these beautiful panties right now. I'm tweeting April, the anchor, the, it's April Anchor Girl. April, A-P-R-I-L-A-N-C-H-O-R-G-I-R-L. I'm going to tweet some pictures of these cute panties for everyone to see right mm-hmm. now. But that's the other thing about,
1: <clears throat> like, a sort of, you know, this kind of, sort of biking community and this sort of urban cyclist has been an underground kind of community that's definitely now more definitely getting mainstream mm-hmm. you know you can see it in the success of magazines like Urban Velo and
3: Momentum, yeah
1: stuff like that mm-hmm. but that's also a very cool thing about DIY um, movements and sort of grassroots movements like that is you do you have these sort of grassroots diy entrepreneur like all of us mm-hmm. anchor girl me with bc chica you know just taking that i, I just love that being part of something like that Definitely. you know well, tell us cycling. more
3: about
1: bc chica yeah. bc chica well basically it just started off in seattle just making messenger bags for dave because he just couldn't really—I mean, it was—he was struggling with like finding a good tool bag that he could sort of rip into. And there's a guy out of Minneapolis that was making them called Dank, and they were really cool too. And uh, but they were hard to find in Seattle. And so I was sewing at the time; I was seamstressing for a living at the time. And oh, so I—I uh, I started banging out these like bike bags. I have one in my panier right now, but. Um, and then other people just started asking me for them. And then uh, when I moved to L.A. and started biking, couldn't find a bike hat that I liked, like a riding oh, cap. They were all really short, like the yarmulke style, like <laughs> almost like really short. And it just doesn't – some people really like those, but I, I maybe have a big head or something. But So I started playing around with uh, patterns to make cycling caps. Right.
3: And so –
1: is my cap because I have one of my caps too. But uh, I was
3: admiring your cap earlier. Actually. Thanks, I the one with the me, yeah,
1: four leaf clovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice. so I just started working out cap patterns and then everything else became like from there. So holding my cell phone, I came up with these little phone holsters, oh, that's a great idea. and then I started making jewelry from old bike chain, which mm-hmm. was inspired by a cyclist friend in Minneapolis. I was telling you, we go to Minneapolis like yearly Yay. and ride with our two friends, Don and John, who uh. Who are big, huge bike folks, and uh,
3: those guys, those people in Minneapolis ride. Oh, I mean, they're amazing. They, they ride all year round. All year round, but it's, it's it's Minneapolis. <coughs> it's like freezing. I know. Well, they have, don't they
1: have a freaking like frozen outdoor castle there for like six months out six of the miles? year? It's like oh, so wow. cold.
3: They're hardcore, but hardcore. they ride What's everywhere. They
2: do a satellite show from there one year.
1: That would. Be, in Minneapolis is a great town to cycle in. Yeah. It's really fun, and well, they have a was, lot of bike trails.
2: They
3: they won like the best biking city in the U.S.
1: like la, like last 2010, year? yeah. Yeah. Last year. I think that John showed us the actually showed us the magazine article when we were there last um, year. They're so proud. Yeah, they're totally proud of it. Be proud? To and they're be so, so like way DIY there. Like yeah. they have a really, um, you know, a lot of it stemming from the early music scene there. Like mm-hmm. all the way from blues to the like alt scene, you yeah. know. But uh, so it just started just it's more it's utilitarian stuff, you know, it's and then and that and then I got into screen screen printing years ago Mm -hmm. because we would screen print our own uh, covers of our own records and Uh, stuff. And it kind of naturally led to T-shirts. So I have T-shirts and I screen print on the bags um, designs on the bags. Oh, there went the community Um, liming stick fell over. That's right. So that's, that's really what it is. So on the site, it's an Etsy store, uh, com, And um, you can buy cool, original bike jewelry. Mo- all of that is made with new chains because I did work with old chains, but you just can't get them clean enough. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, you know, degrease them with earth, earth-friendly stuff and fashion, all kind of stuff, keychains, everything. But it's all about utility using it like yours, right, you know, and cool. like Anchor Girl, like yeah. bags and stuff that and they're canvas they're outdoor grade canvas Mm -hmm. so you can just throw them in the all the caps are outdoor grade canvas and there's something
3: like very appealing about like that pragmatic edge like you're using it and totally and and you know you looking good feeling good and you got a purpose like it's really great
1: you know my motto is you must look cute you know it's It's like you could should i want to look cute
3: right looking good feeling good you know if
1: looking cute to you is like decked out head to toe in like, you know, Jersey spandex Chinzano, dude. Awesome. Throw a freaking BC Chica bag in your bag, you know?
2: It doesn't matter what cute is to you as long as you look cute. As long as you look cute. that's when you feel good. You're You're like, I'm looking good. I'm rolling down the street
1: high. And you know, that was one of the things like uh, um, my friend, my friend Tanya, she's an avid cyclist. She was here recently and she was in uh, my last band in Seattle. She was the singer, total cyclist and her thing was like it was so great because we it was like the gear fetish around bike like I totally I love that was mainly what drew me happened? to bicycling was like what sick gear there is mm-hmm. like the jackets and the bags oh, and like
2: there's a lot of bad stuff
1: out there though oh dude so oh hells yeah
2: it's so <laughs> much bad totally stuff. I feel like maybe there's a trend um, circling back to more classic cycling clothing like what do you mean like like, um, like
3: leather helmets how hot
1: that would be oh my god your hair would stink like, like a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
2: like Snoopy right like the, like-
1: oh when he's the world war 2 flying ace in uh yeah. in uh this, the Halloween one the right. great pumpkin doing, doing
2: something with her hands I know
1: which, I love so I watch all those religiously I love those shows they're great what
2: <gasps>
1: did we lose <sighs> the, the no the good so anyway what do you mean by like the I
2: feel I've seen, and I'm just starting to pay more attention to this trend, so I can't really speak to it, but I'm seeing some brands um, make more utilitarian uh, knickers.
1: Oh, yeah. And, yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, User friendly fabrics, more, um, to, to, it's more of a European approach, I think, that we're seeing now in America.
1: Well, it's kind of like the fixie hipster look kind of thing. We were talking about bike stereotypes earlier, but... um, Bike stereotypes. Of which...
3: Call in your bike stereotype at 213-252-0998.
1: That was awesome. (laughs) 213-252. It's like, how how sexy can... Or drunk sound (laughs) it. 213-252. Oh my god, that's totally funny. No, I totally agree, and I think sort of the the kind of s- the stylish fashionable um, the sort of you know upsurge of biking becoming sort of trendy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways I think that I, I totally agree I like that look yeah. though I like that totally. like knicker mm-hmm. you know well
3: it's just a huge <clears throat> playground with more and more people biking and and realizing like I don't want to have to wear a whole different outfit and get to work and change like yeah. i want to just be able to get on my bike and f- like effortlessly go from one thing to the next like it's nice yeah. to have like a pair of knickers that like totally comfortable easy to ride in and then you can wear to work or you know i think it's great and there's all these new ideas and different brands doing it in slightly different ways like it's choices which is great because for how long in cycling it's like oh, great, I have this one option or this one option. You
1: know, yeah. So. Well, I also think, like, if we, as people that are sort of designing and the sort of designer end of, of bicycling, you know, entrepreneurialship, one of the things is making it easier for people. I think you brought up a good point. I think one of the things besides just... The fear of sort of getting on a bike, all the things that stop people. I'm out of shape. Well, you Mm -hmm. get into shape by doing it. You make goals. It's like I told a friend of mine who's like, oh, my God, she's plus size girl, you know, like me, big girl, you know. And I'm like, dude, just make goals for yourself. That's what I did. And like it could be like four blocks, whatever, but you did it. Mm -hmm. Don't. And so I think part of it is like that convenience, like. Commuter cycling for people, you have to be dedicated. Like, mm. I pack my bag yeah. with my change of clothes when I ride to a client's, you right. know, and there's days where I'm just like, really? I have to do this. But the utilitarian part of us as designers thinking about making right. that easier for right. people and contributing to getting them on the bike yeah. and using the bike as, as commuter transportation. Mm. And then I also think that at this level that we're doing it, this sort of DIY entrepreneurship, we're building communities. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like I've donated stuff to, to, like the bike talk benefit, and you know stuff. You know stuff like it's awesome that I, I like that. I think it's a whole part of Definitely. getting people on their bikes and building a community mm-hmm. to keep people and get more people that you know haven't really thought about it before. It's true. You know,
3: yeah. And anybody, anybody can get comfortable on a bike. Anybody. You know? It's really. I mean, there's a learning curve. Like I said, there's baby steps and you just start, you know, good point, making like a goal, setting a goal. Yeah. I'm just going to, cause it does take, it does take some time to figure out, okay, I need to bring all this stuff to work with me. And I usually carry this bag when right. I get on Muni or the bus, but it's not going to work on the bike. So you do have to think things through, but once you get it, you got it. And yeah. then like this whole world opens and it's so much easier and cheaper and better for the environment and better for your body and it's just it is a community and like
2: it's a win-win-win situation I mean
3: the other day it was um, commuting to work in San Francisco on my bike and I counted cyclists at, at this big intersection stoplight and there were 12 cyclists 12. and is that good for San Francisco yeah I mean yeah. that's I, in I, general I yeah that was quite a bit yeah exactly it, you know and it was like morning commute time and I'm like that's pretty cool like so many people are riding their bikes mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, it makes me happy.
1: And I think that's part of the benefit of a lot of like these guys who do this show, you know, they're super involved in the politicized bike community here. And I think that organizations like the Bike Kitchen, all the co ops, oh, yeah. the um LACBC, mm-hmm. you know, and now West Hollywood being on the task force is starting to want to get into the conversation. Even funny. Beverly Hills is starting to really? people don't Fall over and die, but even Beverly Hills is starting to inch their way into the conversation. There's a little grassroots bicycle organization there that's and the city. They're starting to get an ear. Mm-hmm. You know, someone is... They need is, the city can, to be on board yeah. because there's
3: changes that need to be made to traffic patterns. And oh, yeah. And they have to... It, I mean, someone who knows what they're doing needs to think it through because traffic, I imagine, here, anywhere is yeah. kind of a cluster
1: clusterfuck. Can
3: I? Okay. Yay! We've
1: just been per- given permission no, by cute man have... servant number two to, okay. s- to use okay. foul language, which is good for A me Q because servant number two. Cause I, you know, it's part of my, I know. It's, 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 it's words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just words. But I think, And that's the one thing about the East, the whole East Hollywood sort of has been an awesome model for, and Santa Monica. And I think, aren't they getting like the first, I think, bike corral? But anyway, just the... Long Beach just got uh, bike lanes. Oh, Long Beach is doing really good. They're actually doing doing really, really, really Mm -hmm. good. But now I think the idea is sort of linking, because with Los Angeles... Um, we work in neighborhoods because it's so spread apart and you have so many different city councils and politicized bodies and you know and now it's more about starting like sharing the conversation and how can we share the conversation so it's really interesting because like for example you take the the Santa Monica bike route through West Hollywood and it stops at Beverly Hills and you're like so what do I do now and it's a fucking rodeo from like Doheny to like you know and then it picks up again in Century City and then stops again at like Barrington so it's like this idea of like let's let's connect this but you have to work through the different you know the different city councils the different you know little bike organizations that are working with those particular areas and i think that all of this stuff even this sort of our bike our side of it of this entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. we can enter the discussion by supporting and you know donating and putting them on our sites and things like that
2: yeah i was just gonna say i think that i mean not to like toot my own horn essentially that's why we're here so uh, i think that um where there are a lot of resources out there for people who want to start writing people who are listening to the show probably probably are already yeah. writing um but i would just encourage you know encourage those people in your lives who aren't writing mm-hmm. you know to consider yeah. it because there are a lot of resources there are a lot of resources mm-hmm. out there for people who want to start writing and
1: and I know for me having a bike messenger in house, someone who was an experienced rider right. who had de- some who has wrenching skills, you huge. know, it was I'm was way ahead of the curve, you yeah. know, just being able to ride with someone who really taught me how to ride in this mm-hmm. city. And I'll tell you, I had to learn some hard lessons, yeah. you know. And that was really great and so I think that as individuals, mm-hmm. you know, doing that, that's what the sort of the community rides are f- for too. Oh, and like yeah. Midnight Riders doing a lot for mm-hmm. for that. Um, maybe
2: we can talk about the sandwich
1: oh socks and sandwiches sandwiches. oh yeah so socks and sandwiches is just something Dave and I have been doing and friends will do it with us when they can and it was inspired by the um uh the burrito project which do you know about that Jen at all um I don't you guys when was the burrito project started how old is it uh six years old. At okay. Least. Okay, it's six years old. It's basically began as a small group of cyclists, got together and they make burritos and handed them out in like Skid Row to homeless folks. Oh, nice. And it's grown and I was introduced to it by my friend Amanda Sutton, who worked at Orange Twenty at the time, and she asked me if I would help out with an alley cat fundraiser thing. And I learned about, you know, being part of that just whatever, you know handing out t-shirts i was like wow this is an awesome organization so it inspired dave and i just we just get sock new socks and usually from our family and friends and then every three months we take the bikes out and we make little packages of sandwiches and socks with juice boxes and we hand them out around where sort of the homeless folks congregate in uh, and disenfranchised folks congregate in um hollywood Okay. So, that area, because there's not a lot going on, if there, there's no missions, oh. there's, you know, so Hollywood. That's fabulous. And it's super fun. And it's last time we gave out, um, we had four, th- four cyclists and we gave out 42 packages. Oh my God. That's so amazing. we carried 10, about 10 each. That is yeah, fantastic. so like a sandwich, a juice box, a new pair of socks, or a new t shirt. Oh and we God, just call it socks. And it's a year old. And every year, my family and friends at Christmas, I get mailed socks. Oh, yeah, it's that's awesome. Great. I'll just put out a little call and they'll. So, anyone who ever wants to join, find me through the Glash Guide, uh, which is on WordPress, glashguide at com, and email me through that if you want to be part of this next socks and sandwiches ride. And
3: how often do you do it?
1: Everybody, we try to do it like every three months, yeah. you know, um, and we fund it ourselves. So, besides the socks, We've gotten generous, uh, like I said, but the sandwiches and the food are funded by ourselves. So we have a little bank at home that we toss stuff in all the time, That's and it's kind of collect stuff. So I'm
3: gonna come back to that. Yeah, it's that so, so fun. it's
1: actually fun. It's heavy, you know, because yeah. you're you're seeing how people live, and yeah. you know, like, it's good for us. That's right, yeah. and it's good for us to recognize our privilege, mm-hmm. and then how do we? How do we share that? Mm -hmm. And how do we make it equal for everybody? You know, and it's interesting. We hardly get any refusals. Every once in a while, you'll get a refusal. You know, people don't want to take them. Uh And that's fine. Some people think they're poisoned, which is something I've learned, which is just being like, no, dude, it's just a, it's just a cheese sandwich, (laughs) juice box and a pair of socks, (laughs) you know, but it's understandable because there's fucking psychopathic assholes out there Mm. that have issues with homeless people that are terrible, you know, people we're not don't want, people. and we're not, and that's what's cool. Yeah. Is is that it's really, really cool and really oh, fun, wow. and it's really inspiring. Just a way to here. express thanks. That's yeah, all. That's really what nice. it is. And the burrito project, getting back to them, has inspired. Like, there's one in uh, West LA now, and I think they do it walking. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. and so they've inspired all these other, yeah. and they're. I don't know who did the first one. These guys might be able to tell us. But now I've gone on and searched. They're like internet. There's burrito projects in really? like. G- you know Ber- oh. berlin and yeah, stuff it's check really it it's so cool it's such a cool idea and mm. check out their myspace page because it has video and oh, really? it's okay. so awesome such the a great project. great oh. awesome thing and they're actually, doing I, Gina, yeah, yeah please tell a little bit
0: this more is,
4: this is manservant number one or number two <laughs> number two <laughs> <laughs> chicken leather and uh last week at the bike bike talk yeah, uh, yeah, which that was, that was a regional bike week. talk thing um the burrito project we always think of them as feeding uh you know, homeless people and stuff. Uh, I don't know where that puts bike riders, but I had an excellent meal that they provided. Oh, it was kind of awesome. weird because they brought the meal, and but it was transported by uh, the Food Not Bombs people, so I got to see Woody and his. Uh, wow. And his. It's not just towing, it's more along the lines of like a car towing something. He brought so much stuff on a ladder that he converted to like a tow thing. Wow. He's, he's insane. And so they had. Tons and tons of food. In fact, they said afterwards, he says, "Well, just take some home if you want to." And oh, it was wow. like, so along with burritos, there was like fruit and everything. It's like all these foods that you know your mom told you were good for you, and you sort of said, uh, "I don't know, I want some sugar." And right. it was nutritious. I think that's the big deal. Yeah, you always definitely. think of this food as being like something to hold you over. No, it was like you ate this and you were full, and you wanted to ride your bike. Oh, and so. I think
1: that's the cool thing about doing it as like. A burrito. You think about it. It's protein. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and it's, oh, yeah. and people like someone, when we do the socks and sandwiches every once in a while, uh, someone will say, Hey, you, are you guys part of the burrito project? We're like, no, but they totally, and ins- like, they're our inspiration, but they're so grateful. We're like,
0: Oh,
1: exactly. And they're, yeah. and they're like the burrito project. They're always downtown. And I've had that, you know, they're such great people and they're doing God's work or whatever. But that's what folks on the street. A lot of them have said when we've said that, like that you're doing such great work and it's mm-hmm. cool And but it's more about I don't know selfishly for me it's just about feeling like I'm contributing something and not just consuming you know what I mean yeah. and even though I'm aii I'm a you know I live pretty low rent and stuff but just the idea that I'm not just consuming or not just taking space do you know what I mean oh, that,
3: absolutely it's like that balance for you know and we are I mean we're here we're very privileged and it's really oh yeah to recognize appreciate and then give back, you know, as, as we can, how
4: we can. Yeah. Now being an entrepreneur within the bike culture, uh, it, it kind of feeds on itself. If the bike culture dies then you're not an entrepreneur anymore. So are <laughs> it's are, true. Are, you, are you balancing the, between the two? I mean, I notice that all the time we see these things at, at benefits and stuff that you donate things to, but, uh, um, have you looked at other kind of models for selling your, your market, maybe in a retail store or something along those lines, bike shops or something of that sort?
1: Well, I know that Jen has done pro- is probably more established in that area than I am, and I know April's definitely looking into that. Part of the obstacle is the expense of putting yourself in a store is you have to have uh, codes you know, scannable codes, and scannable codes for each size and color, unless you want to do it on consignment, you know.
2: And it just takes, it takes a lot, a lot of work. I, -hmm. I, we did a prospecting mission for Anchor Girl this week, where we did drive around and and look for shops and Mm -hmm. boutiques, and um, and yeah, you just gotta go in and ask and say, hey, this is what I have to offer, and and Mm -hmm. present to the world, and hopefully they, they get behind your mission, but, um.
3: One thing that we've come up with, with Pedal Panties, is that we're finding that it it almost needs, I mean, not not to me obviously, but it almost needs a little bit of an explanation. And when right. we approach stores, like it, it's not the bike shop. The standard bike shop is not necessarily the best outlet retail outlet for pedal panties because people go to the bike shop, and in their mind, they're like buying tubes, or they're buying bikes, or they're buying spandex, right. or they're riders, or riding like long road rides, or mountain bikes, or whatever. And so, it almost needs to be like a like a casual riding boutique. And those are popping up more and more as bike culture gets. I, I like that momentum. word casual
1: riding. Yeah. You know. I mean,
3: because it's like, I think a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of people like think I'm not a rider. I, I couldn't ride my bike. Cause I'm not this like spandex clad person or this like mad downhill m- mountain biker. But you know, there is a huge, huge space for the casual rider. And you know, that's kind of, it's, it's a little bit harder to find the retail outlet. It's I mean, we, we, we're selling in a, in a lingerie store. Right? right. You know, that sells yoga stuff as well as, like, mm-hmm. But that's a know, perfect place, you know. You know? And that's a, like, you know, because people walk in there and they have an idea of, you know, it's like a, you know, you're not going to sell um, panties at, like, the record store, you know. Right. So you kind of have to figure out the best outlet. And there are, I know in San Francisco, there's lots of little boutique stores that are, like, you know, they sell like your product would be perfect for you know, like the cell phone case. It's yeah. wonderful. I mean, it's like I didn't know I needed it until I saw it, and now I'm like, I need that. You know, well, it's just
1: perfect for biking yeah. because it's easy to get into, and you can just hang it, clip it to anything,
3: right? You it's know, really, and that's and then
2: it's handy. Do
1: you like like that's have right.
2: One, I can take a picture of it and tweet
3: I'll it. I
1: have like a one that I've been using that's really dirty for a long time, but
3: yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so see. many times, you know, I'm riding down the street and my phone's ringing and. I'm just grooving to the ring, and I'm like, okay, I'll get yeah. later. That's yeah, that's why
1: I have made it, because I got tired of digging my cell phone out. But I, I think that, exactly, I think that what you're talking about, I love the term, the sort of casual um, cycling thing. It is, it's hard to sort of find a target for, <laughs> for, our, uh, for us. Love but it. mostly for me, I know for you two, it's probably a little bit more of a Entrepreneurialship for me, it's definitely something. It's an it's just part of my art life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a craft. You know, I do painting, photography, writing, everything. So it's part of that. So it's a little less important for me to be in that space, and just more. I like it being on Etsy because I can manage it. Yeah. Plus, I can give stuff away, and then on the sales, I do donate to like Women for Women yeah. every year when I do. Uh, you know, kind of look at my do my bookkeeping and. T- <laughs> You know, whatever I make, I do like 10 or 20% to Women for Women, which is an awesome... It's not nothing affiliated with bicycles, but it's this really amazing organization. And so stuff like that that we do. And then Anchor Girl, she's working with a company that does all uh, sustainable business practices, including their manufacturer. I mean, you could speak more to that.
2: Yeah, so Anchor Girl has some... um, We have some lovely messenger bags that are co-branded with a company in San Francisco made out of reclaimed denim and hemp and screen printed with water-based ink. This company is a zero-waste. They use a zero-waste model and um, they're called Rickshaw Bag Works. They are in the Dogpatch area of San Francisco. Um, They've been wonderful, wonderful to work with and um, I, I just... I love the product that we're coming up with. You can find them on my website, which is darlinganchorgirl.com. Also, Facebook. You can be a, a fan on Facebook, and um, we don't have them in any stores in LA right now. But I do have um, I have them for sale, and I do have an Etsy store too. So gotta I, love Etsy. I do. I love Etsy. Right. You know, it's
1: it's such I just such sometimes a cool... like to go on
3: there and just like. Just like where, like fly by the seat of my pants, because there's so many cool things. Just like fly
2: by the seat of your panties. Mm. Fly, <laughs> fly by the
1: seat of my pedal panties. I often
3: do. I often do. It's one of my favorite ways to do it.
1: But I agree, and they do support their um, crafters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always you're part of the whole community, so you get. Um, constant uh, tools and online lectures, mm. online seminars about improving. Which is nice and yeah. necessary,
3: because not all of us are just, like, e-commerce-minded. Right. And, like, there's things like, oh, yeah, that's that's so helpful. That makes it so much easier that when they can kind of guide you through it. It's fantastic.
1: And they do, and it's really a kind of a cool way to, you know, you can brand yourself pretty easily on it. Yeah. You know, I know that term is very, you know, yeah. but... I personally like my logo, so you oh know really? I kind of put it everywhere. Like, oh, I have a, uh, I have my new BC Chica stickers with me oh. that I want to give you guys the I Heart Geeks one, oh, but I got the hearts in red now. So uh, awesome. yeah, I'll definitely hand oh, those out. And, and oh, speaking of which, let's
3: see, we have
1: a trivia question. Oh yeah, and the if you call question. in at two one three
3: <laughs> two five, we're two, gonna see if
1: anyone's zero nine nine eight. I, I think that Jen should always say the phone
3: number. Like, okay, you I, might I, have you might have a little I, wait because the phone is now. ringing off the. Hook. I second
1: that. I, I, okay. So With the hand I'm gonna see if you guys know
3: this too. I didn't. I All love right. trivia. I love it. Bring it on, Tad. Okay, Bring it so on. if
1: you call in, the first person to call in now, don't you know? Not everyone run to the phone at once. Um, <laughs> I will give you a code. Uh, to get free shipping on anything from BC Chico. So, if Hot you ca- if you answer this question and we'll give you time to get on the internet and call in
2: <laughs> or your smartphone. At what number
3: Jen? <laughs> take home take home test at 213-252-0998. Okay, so the first trivia question
1: is Okay, there was a bicycle called blank, a penny farthing. Oh. Oh, I just ruined it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Penny Yeah. That was the answer. Okay. But
2: that was just a setup. So I, I blew three, that... one of the three trivia questions. <laughs> that was a freebie. That was a freebie
3: finish the question okay, well you and know in a sticker.
1: But maybe I could put the years. Should I get them to answer the years that it was developed? If you
3: call in and have any information <laughs> about the Penny Farthing penny Farthing! You might get a code. Y- you
1: get a bike code, a code that you can use on my Etsy store and get free shipping. And my stuff is super reasonably priced. so And it's awesome. So tell us something about the Penny Farthing bicycle. When it was developed Who might have developed it. Anything you know about, Anything you know about it. Anything you know about the Penny Farthing Bicycle at 213 252 0998.
2: And the red phone is gonna ring. We're waiting. It's a and red phone. It's a red it's it an old red it's red like phone. it should almost be a rotary dial. That would be like more fabulous. I wish it had one of those blinking lights like from emergency. And
3: it does have a dial tone, so it does really Yeah, work. It, it does work. <laughs> oh the phone doesn't work. That's why the millions why of people, people listening calling. to us
1: right now ah. aren't calling in. We can do... Well, we don't want to... Yeah. I was, I'm, I, my mind is always going towards, like, the most absurd thing I could say, <laughs> so I'd have to catch myself, because sometimes it's lewd, but...
3: Sometimes. What else, girls? Woohoo! Um. Wow. We had so much to say earlier on our bike ride over here. We had to cu- kept cutting our conversation so that we wouldn't talk about it. You know, save it for the air. Where Save it for
1: s- the air. Well, one s- thing I thought was really interesting that you were talking about is um, while we were riding over here was the sort of. Uh oh. Is that an earthquake? It's a gen Be- Beers fell over. falling, the fan fell over. I'm just going to leave it. Um, was the idea, like you were telling us about ways that you, th- you saw that new sort of things where parents are getting their kids on bikes?
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is the most it was amazing really cool. thing. Like, and maybe it's been around for a, a while, but. I learned of it about about a year ago, and it's this really cool bike. it's meant for kids to learn how to bike and it's they essentially it's like a wooden bicycle really tiny for kids obviously and toddlers. yeah, and it doesn't have it doesn't have pedals. so it's meant initially for the kid to sit on it and hold the steering wheel and then run essentially or walk, you know and get the, getting the sense of the balance of the bike. So it's kind of like, you know, making the need for those, uh, pedals, the, the uh, training, training wheels. wheels. I can't remember them because I never got the chance to use Have them. Have another beer, Jen. <laughs>
0: beer?
3: <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, men Too, I'll take one. Um, but, but yeah, so, um, I just think it's a genius idea because these kids are so young when they're getting on it. So they're just learning the whole balance and and turning, and, which is really cool. So several years ago, I took the motorcycle safety course. Oh,
4: wow. Oh, that's a great one. It's a, CC, really?
3: CCC. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. That's a good one. But Actually,
4: everybody, everybody, sorry, April. Everybody <laughs> always Dude. talks about taking the motorcycle course like, oh, you have to have a course to do this. No, it's great. No, Even it's great. as a driver, I learned things that helped me, and and hopefully now that I'm a bike rider, that I've have, that have learned in this course that have helped me. Uh, Just get around safely around Los Angeles. And everybody always says, well, one of the the great things is if you take the course and you pass it, you don't have to take the driving course if you get your license. There's a lot of people that pay lots of money. They have to get all this insurance and all this other stuff. No, this is like you pay for the course and wh- what's the course go for now? Like one hundred, two hundred dollars or something? Yeah, it's, really, it's like it's under really two hundred bucks. It's great and, and it's they really p- great. They provide you with all these different bikes, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about motorcycles to ride. And you're saying, well, th- isn't this the bicycle show? Yeah, it is. But sometimes you have to understand what they go through. That's right. That's oh, a definitely. good way to put and it. All it. All and a l- yeah, we're all on the road together, and a lot of times. Riding your car, I think they they equate it with like maybe you use like twenty percent of your faculties out oh there. Oh my god! Oh yeah, let's talk about that after yeah, for sure. Motorcycle, you use like maybe thirty or forty, and on a bicycle you're, you're losing using about forty to fifty percent. But yeah, more. you have to be aware. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Constantly.
1: So you were take how did it? How did the motorcycle class oh, relate? Okay. So
3: the the so in the motorcycle class, um, you know, the guy's like giving a little spiel at the beginning, and he's kind of like he was explaining how you turn you know and he was it's like so counter counterintuitive like you push the steering wheel of, of the opposite way you want to turn and that turns the bike and he's like going through this description and he stops himself and he's like you know what i'm sure all of you
2: oh my, Yay! God! Oh my, god! Oh my god!
1: Oh god okay hold on to that thought is that our trivia question answer hello
3: bike talk hello? Bike
0: talk. Hello.
3: hi are you calling for bike talk are you calling Glenn for chicks on bikes? And what's your name? Glenn is there a Bailey. pen? Glenn Bailey. Right. Hi, it's this with is. The bike, uh, with the bike coalition. Oh, oh good. Is he going to talk to us about the bike stuff? Bike coalition. I understand. This is Jen, thank you. Um, visiting from San Francisco with pedal panties. Thanks for calling. What do you have to say? Can we hear him?
5: I uh, will yeah. actually. Oh, thank you. Gonna, uh, thank you. about the hit and run. If you haven't already talked about that um, in the local park area.
3: Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. Can we? Can we hear him?
5: So, uh,
1: anytime. We're trying to get you so we can hear you so in the studio. You, yeah. So hold on to your thoughts, Donna.
5: Please hold oh, on. go ahead. I can call back.
2: Oh no no, I think we're good. Can you hear
1: so Jen, if we maybe you can kind of tell us what he's saying.
2: Wait, I think we can hear him now. Try it
3: again. Okay, Sit, start start talking. Maybe we got it.
1: Let the good times roll.
2: Oh, um, I love like our first edition difficulty. of Chicks Thank on
3: Bike.
1: It's, it's really fun. It's so
2: much fun. It's so
1: much fun. Let's do this again for sure. Glenn's still
0: there? Yeah,
2: he's here. Glenn, are you there? Thank you, everyone, for bearing there, with guys. us while we work through this he's here.
1: He's issue. To... The manservants are expertly figuring out. No, you know, they're no, really no. good at the technology no. always. <laughs> Well, we can look at them and admire Look at them totally, Glenn like, objectifying yep, manservants. Totally.
4: To you. Uh, <laughs> I hear them in the background. Try to do that <laughs> just a little. Here.
1: Could it have something to do with the fan
3: falling?
4: No. Okay. See, see if you hey that.
5: It,
3: okay, start talking maybe. Test one.
5: Okay. <laughs> There's Glenn Bailey. Yay! 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 There you are! Can
1: we hang
3: up
5: the
1: phone? No, because we'll hang up on him. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead, Glenn. Right, go ahead, Glenn. Glenn you're on.
5: Okay, good morning. Good morning um honey. I just was calling in about the um, hit and run last week on DeSoto Avenue uh. which killed a 17-year-old uh, uh high school student, Chatsworth oh. High School student who was riding with a friend on DeSoto Avenue. And um the, I've spoken with the father and obviously this is a, a tragedy for the family and and all of his friends and and really all of us, but um, the Father is hoping that something good can come out of this, and so there were two things I wanted to share. Okay. Um, first of all, for those who are listening now and uh, before the end of the day today, um, they're having a uh, ride in his memory at six o- starting at 6 o'clock Saturday today uh, from the Orange Line busway station from the bike path okay. at Reseda Boulevard. Okay. And they'll ride to the um, crash site on DeSoto Avenue. Starting at 6. Anyone wants to show their support by showing up at the Orange Line Station at Reseda Boulevard? Um, It's probably about maybe a six mile, five or six mile ride to the crash site on DeSoto. Um, But but, um, the other things the father wants something positive to come out of the family, wants something positive to come out of this. and so I've been researching, and the 1996 plan, the city bicycle plan that was adopted in 1996, called for bicycle lanes to be installed on DeSoto Avenue. And so in the past 15 years, that was never done. Oh, my God. Wow. That's awesome. what, what was done was the signs were put up saying this is a bike route, but they were they only went up to Sherman Way, and then it says end of bicycle route. And, you know, a, a bike route sign is only that, just a sign. doesn't right. do any physical improvement right. in the street. And this accident was north of Sherman Way, so, you know, even even the sign stopped south of where this oh happened. And I, I, and I retracted. It wasn't an accident. It was a hit and run. Right. It the, was a- <laughs> um, the motorist was not, um, did not stop. He wow. was, there were witnesses. Um, they tried to chase them down. Oh, my God. Um, and they still have not yet made an arrest on them. Um, and the the motorist was passing another vehicle on the right. There's three lanes in each direction at this point. The far right lane is basically a parking lane except for in peak hour. And so the motorist passed a vehicle in the number two lane on the right in a high rate of speed and hit hit the cyclist. So um, anyway, so the the family would like something positive to come of this, and uh, in my research, the city... Uh, in their adopted plan um, should have, in 15 years, gotten bicycle lanes put on this, this whole stretch years. of DeSoto. Yeah. Instead, what they did during that 15 years is installed peak hour lanes, oh which is saying okay. you can't park in the rush hour morning or afternoon right. to make it you know more cars at a faster sure. rate of speed. And that's the same department that's responsible for putting in bike lanes. So oh it's God. like the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. You have an adopted city bicycle plan and uh, basically being ignored by the department that's supposed to install it. So, oh, my God. Um, I think in, so in the, in, you know, in, to avoid the chances of future tragedies like this from happening again, um, I hope there's a call for action, you know, prompted by this, you know, tragedy. Absolutely. Um, that maybe we can finally get bike lanes installed on, on DeSoto. Right. And so I, one of the thi- my message.
1: Yeah, and I'm just beginning to sort of enter the conversation. Is this? Glenn from LACBC. Oh, it's Tess. Hi, Glenn.
5: Bicycle Advisory Committee.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, the Bicycle Advisory Committee. Okay. Uh, one of the things, like, I just started working with the West Hollywood Bicycle Task Force, And um, I come from like a total grassroots sort of social justice background um, with the, you know, community activism I've done. So it's really interesting being in a very political, uh, formal situation. Lots of passionate people involved in this bike task force. And the city, you know, is starting to get into the conversation in West Hollywood, which is awesome. But I'm also looking at like how much like really understanding and getting an understanding of how much red tape and how much of a process it is to take a mobility plan a bicycle pedestrian whatever mobility plan and actually have these things come to fruition all of these you know recommendations and proposals and you know best practice all this stuff like actually happen and i am trying to feel like i'm uh, you know not not discouraged by it because like you're saying this has been around since when 1996 that they yeah. were, yeah. That was
5: the previous plan. They just adopted last the new one, month, right? Yeah, the new plan, but recently, you know, yeah. But and the new plan has the, has DeSoto in it as well. But my point is, fifteen years ago, they've had fifteen right. years. Right,
1: and that's the kind of the point I'm trying to make. Is like I'm feeling, will can these things? How do we? I know through electing politicians like Stephen Box things like that that will help uh, advocate for this in those arenas. But I'm beginning to feel like I can recommend stuff and work on this community, recommend stuff till the cows come home. But am I? I don't. I'm just not feeling like it's how long it takes for things to be implemented because of all of the really the crap and the stuff within sort of city politics, you know what I mean?
3: I mean, there's got to be a momentum built and um, Glenn, maybe you can mention again the details of the ride tonight um, because it would be I mean, it would be wonderful if more people heard about this hit and run. It's such a tragedy and I'm so sorry for the family Um, and it would be great to get more people aware of it, to really think like whether you're a rider or not to hear about this, what a tragedy and you know that's how it starts. People are aware of it, and then they're like, "You know what? This does happen." And I can, you know, talk about it. Even talking about it with your neighbors or friends, family, whatever. Right. It's a step in the
2: right direction at at any at any point. And part of it. Oh yeah, I was just. This is April. I was just going to um, ask you, Glenn. Is there some where people can go on the internet to find out about your the event? Is there a Facebook page or some?
1: I think I saw it on Midnight Riders. Okay. I think I saw it yesterday on there posted. And and um,
5: it, it was I saw it in actually a local newspaper, the Sun. That came out yesterday. Okay. So if they have an online version, you know, um, it may be included there. But if, if Midnight Riders were notified about it, then I'm sure they. I,
1: I think it. it's up there because I think I might have seen there is a memorial ride in the next couple days that that's up there, and I think that could be it. But um, one of the this is Tess. One of the points I was sort of interested in is. I just don't think the media is paying it pays attention to cyclists the way they should yet and I think that's part of the um, general driving population being having some having it in their thought process on a, on a daily basis like I remember the critical mass the first police escorted critical mass back in June or whatever that had some um, you know some media attention and uh, of course when Villa got doored and stuff but it just doesn't seem like it's a constant discourse in the media, and I think that that could be, you know, a way to... maybe if we can reach the everyday texting distracted driver just constantly seeing these things happening, and these are lives that are being lost, you know, on the streets, and
5: that's one well, of my in this, frustrations. In this case, you know, I mean, it, there was widespread media coverage at the time of the, of the incident... Uh, that night but then media moves on to other stories right. so it's up to us the cyclists I think to keep it alive and of mm-hmm. course this isn't the only in- incident that's, that that happened has happened Absolutely. it just in this case the family and frankly the friends um, have gotten them there's they're keeping keeping the memory alive and they're they're being active and so that's I think that's Half the battle there, um,
0: right. you know, to
5: just keep pushing, get organized, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so not to let the the story fade, it, it's you know, it's unfortunately one of any number that happen, you know, on a on an ongoing basis throughout the year, or every year in this city.
0: Yeah.
5: But um, you know, and there have been others that have been sort of galvanizing. Certainly, the Mandeville Canyon. Uh, road rage incident was the yeah, other one so. that
1: one got on the news.
5: <laughs> yeah, and of course the mayor when involved the mayor that yeah. that, that, he got, that got a lot of ongoing coverage. So, oh
1: and then uh, we had the instant you know three feet thing posters up, which was awesome. You know he he got doored and then finally you know like the mayor, yeah yeah, Figueroa. <laughs> so then he you know, lended his ear, sort of kind of went there finally. So
5: Yeah, I was up in San Francisco the month later after that uh, after that happened to the mayor and that was the question that folks asked me when they kind of response. I just oh the mayor got hit. Yeah. What happened? You know, I mean so it was obviously something that was known. You know.
1: Yeah, and he and he sort of stepped up, he we started seeing the um, the three foot posters around, like give me three feet. Uh-oh. In different parts of the city, and he 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 jumped into the conversation. You know, more people that do the work every day like this would know way more about it. This is just from what I saw as a, more of an observer, observer. But he sort of jumped into the conversation and
5: um, right. Yeah. So it shouldn't take you know incidents yeah. and death for this <laughs> right, to happen, right, but exactly. sometimes you know these tragedies are what spurs and sustain. So you know, to the extent that we can move move to make progress, you know, I think we should. So. Absolutely. I just wanted to share that. Um, well, so I'm can, glad I'm glad that Midnight Riders has publicized it, and um, I'm going to I'm going to show up today at six at the, uh, Reseda Orange Reseda Boulevard Orange Line Station, and join in with the ride. Reseda
3: that,
6: Boulevard Orange Line
5: Station come, at we'll, six p.m. We'll uh, do you know join with the others. Well, cool. So, and and, and even, again after after today, I think that we need to work. Proactively, so not just on DeSoto, but on many other streets. But I think uh, you know, I think there needs to be some accountability. The people who are paid, you know, high salary, relatively high salaries, making decisions that affect our lives, right. and not doing the right thing, not doing the thing that you know mm-hmm. that the, that have been actually approved, and you know, putting in peak hour lanes to the exclusion of bike lanes because you right. you got to do one or the other, and they've memory. chosen. To put in the peak hour lanes in the case of DeSoto.
2: Glenn, well, can you please tell us the uh, name of the ch- of the teen who passed, who died, who was killed?
5: Uh, I'm sorry. The name of the the person. Yes.
2: Do you know the name of the person? Yeah. Yeah.
5: His name is Herman. Um, it's G E R M A N Alexander Romero. R O M E R O, and he was a. Uh, uh, Student at Chatsworth High School and was uh, actually a, a very uh, recognized soccer player. And um,
1: and then give us more info on the ride uh, meeting at six p.m.
5: Six p.m. is what I saw uh, in the newspaper tonight, uh, April thirtieth, Reseda um, Orange Line Station, which is uh, you know it's a it's across it at Reseda Boulevard and it's just uh, just right where Oxnard Street crosses. and
1: Oxnard.
2: Okay, cool.
1: We'll just keep mentioning it. We'll broadcast that on
2: various social media. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks
3: so much for calling in, Glenn.
5: Okay. Thank you for hosting the show. Absolutely. All right.
3: Bye. Bye.
1: Yeah. It's actually been a pretty crazy um, onslaught of hit and run fatalities in, in the bicycling communities. In, in Los Angeles, it's been pretty
0: it's pretty
1: yeah. out of control, and you know it's hard because the drivers see see you here as an obstacle, and mm-hmm. that you, you know they don't realize that you're traffic. Mm-hmm. They don't see you as traffic, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's hard to so you got to keep yeah. your cool a lot here. Yeah,
3: I mean you I know. think it's you know there's an accountability for sure on both Thank sides. You. I mean as Thanks. a rider as a driver, both of us need to appreciate. You know, that there's other people on the road as well. And I've seen, you know, less than cordial behavior from cyclists as well as drivers. I mean, the difference is, you know, a car is going to do a lot more damage than a bicycle. But the point is, we both have to be accountable. And, you know, if we're going to be on the road together, we need to respect each other. And, you know, I mean, everyone can stand to remember that, you know, we have to share the road, cyclists as well as drivers, I, one thing I see frequently uh, riding around San Francisco is just anger from drivers. Yes. Drivers that yeah. they, yell, they yell at me for just being mm-hmm. on my bike in the bike lane, you know, and I'm following the rules and I'm signaling which is more than I can say about them half the time. Well,
2: and I but, uh, see lots of, of- Irresponsible riding here. Oh too. yeah, lots of of hot shots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no helmets. Riding off the curb onto the street, being super radical in it, like in a fashion that I can't get behind. No, and, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, it it doesn't do any good for our community mm-hmm. and for them too.
3: Absolutely, and like it just builds that kind of anger and animosity. And these days, everyone is fighting for their space and. Okay, you're going to get where you're going 3 seconds faster. Fabulous. But um, you know,
1: at we, the cost of a life. Yeah,
3: we all have to appreciate that and really, you know, be respectful and yeah, it's a good thing it's a good thing to remember for sure, you know.
1: I think there was two things like April totally I agree with that and I think that you know, I have at times called out other cyclists or people riding, you know, dude, really, you know, and mm-hmm. Most of the time I get the finger, fuck you or whatever, but it's like I, you know, you have to pick your battles and make sure it's a safe person right. to really say something to, totally. first of all, and in the car too, because sometimes you just lose your shit. You, you've been out on the, on your bike all day. You've had enough interactions where the next person you're just like, fucking put your phone down. Yeah. You almost took me out, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that that's huge as cyclists. Holding cyclists accountable because you're leaving a driver angry for the next cyclist that comes along, exactly. and that's the way I always think about it. Is if I left this driver pissed off for the next cyclist that comes along for them to take out, right. you know, take out their anger on, and
0: Absolutely.
1: you know, it's already a, an interesting relationship. But to LA's defense, and maybe we're going to get an onslaught of calls like, no way. But to me, honestly, if I if you I found that you know. I've found a lot of cool drivers here, though. Mm-hmm. I found a lot, like today, We oh, how today? many people let us blow stops today? It was where amazing. they clearly it, had the it, right of way. And gosh. we were stopping and kind of rolling through mm-hmm. our stop in there, and they waved us through. Amazing. Totally. Like the dude on New Hampshire yes. and Fourth let us go. Like that is isn't an And ex-
3: smiled, I think. And <laughs> smiled. Rolled <laughs> his window down. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. It but I, I find that that happens. On almost 99% of the times I'm on my bike and I'm on, I'm on my bike every single day yeah, yeah. except for during rush hour. Mm-hmm. That is – rush hour I totally call a rodeo because mm-hmm. rush hour in L.A. from about 3.30 to 6.30, you have to get oh your fucking eyes on
0: the road because
1: <laughs> it's a rodeo out there and everyone's – especially when it's really hot in the summer. Oh, yeah. People are just like, get me the hell to happy hour, right. you exactly. know, or home, or to like get me out of this traffic. Pick up the kids from soccer, yeah. you know. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, which is another reason why. I know everybody who's listening rides a bike, but tell your people who don't ride to buy a bike. Buy them a yeah. bike. Yeah. Buy them a shitty. Oh, you. Can't oh no, I've been playing oh, the fun. F word left and yeah. right. No problem. Buy them a used bike. On Craigslist.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what's cool is my friends that are riders or uh, drivers just since, you know, I've been riding for the last, you know, commuter cycling for the last four years. They've just talking about it, seeing me ride, you know, I'll show up at a party, whatever, on my bike. You rode? Yeah. You know, you (laughs) rode? Yeah, dude. You know, I look cute and stuff. But it's just like they now have a sense you know, they've told me, like, I look out for cyclists now right. because you're out there. Right. And, like, you it's know, a, the friends pers- they've met, April, people they've met yeah, that are my people friends. People that like- you
3: know. It's not just, like, you know, maybe you've seen, like, a, a, an asshole rider and you're, like, cyclists are stupid or they're, you know, assholes, but not, you know, it's just, like, anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're asshole cyclists. There's every there's, and there's also side. really, oh, like, conscientious totally. riders that signal and stop yeah. at the stop, you know, like, you know, there's it takes all kinds. Same for drivers, you know. And you're spreading
1: that goodwill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you when you act on behalf of the entire community yeah. and you communicate with drivers and you are try to be patient if they do something stupid and they mm-hmm. apologize. Right. You know, I was in a car. I was in my car last year uh, coming home at night. I didn't happen to be in my bike. I was in my car. Um, I was bringing other people with me. And I was coming home after dropping them off and a couple cyclists, you know, punk rock sort of messenger style folks, love them. Uh, I was at a stop and I was watching because it was late at night and there's a lot of drunk drivers out and I didn't pull out of the... And they they kicked my car. And I pulled over on Sunset yelling at them going, dude, I'm a cyclist. It's like okay i was hesitating because it's sunset it's two thirty in the morning and there's drunk drivers out why were you i wasn't in your way i didn't cut you off it's like i'm you know so you do meet that hostility at times yeah. especially in yeah. large group party rides mm-hmm. which i won't do anymore right you know because eventually it descends into like someone beating up a car or whatever but um, but there are a lot of great group rides in the city oh, and a definitely. lot of very responsible people mm-hmm. that We're run start
2: some
0: group rides
1: yeah that are awesome there are some great great group rides mm-hmm. and great people that run rides and yeah, really so work and hard to keep that quotient up. down you know
3: and in San Francisco at least and um, there's a group in Fort Collins as well and there's like more and more female like I hate to say bike gangs, but, you know, the groups of (laughs) women who get together, they enjoy each other's company, and they go for rides, you know? And it's really, I think it's great because in that, you're building that community of women who ride who, you know, maybe it's a little easier to be like, hey, you know what? I don't, I'm not sure how to change my flat. Right. Like, help me out. Right. Something that basic or just like, hey, something weird is happening when I'm shifting. That's right. And it's that kind of community that's like, it's fine. Like there's a learning curve. It's okay to not know. And it's okay to ask and we'll help you, you know, as much as we can. You know, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And social bike rides and all sorts of, I love social.
1: I love the bicycle kitchen does a night called the bicycle bitchin', And it's (laughs) on Mondays. I think they're still doing it. They've done it for years. And that was exactly the sort of um, mindset around it was making a space for girls and women to um have that conversation learn bike basic bike maintenance Mm -hmm. and then um ride with other women who were experienced riders you know and such a cool thing you know because we do have a sort of extra something that we have to deal with as females out there at night especially you know knowing how to take care of our bikes Mm -hmm. carrying cab money Always carry cab money. You can leave your bike. You can replace your bike. Right. You can't replace yourself. Absolutely. So always carry cab money and put a cab number in your phone because if you get a flat or something and you don't want to change it on a dark street, lock it up and cab it home.
2: Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and always carry a lock. And, and God forbid, you know, you don't have your cell phone. Yeah. You can find a pay phone. Um,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. it is cool. Just being prepared. It's really just about being prepared and every Mm -hmm. any kind of ride is it depends on the kind of ride that you're doing but it's really about being prepared and 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 thinking about
3: um see riding a bike gets you to that zen place you're like in the here and now your your sense of observation is heightened and your preparedness and resourcefulness is all you know developed and you get manservants
2: and it's like a muscle awesome (laughs) (laughs)
3: manservants by
2: the way yeah. The and, more you do it, the more you learn, the more you can share, which yeah. is what we're doing.
1: And it's it's great to, you know, I, I enjoy riding with my girlfriends. It's, you know, yeah. April and I went out to Ciclavia, re- or uh, to uh, The Benefit recently. Yeah. And, you know, I have a couple other girlfriends I ride with. And it's just great. I love, I agree. I, and it also, something that, um, I think it was Emily Ramsey from the Bicycle Kitchen said, is that when... um you know other girls see her out there all kind of with her you know you know go into a club or whatever on her bike Mm -hmm. they see you doing that and i noticed this with myself that they're looking at you going i could do that you know don't you ever notice that like when you ride by girls and they look at you like dude i could totally do that you know
2: yeah i had an experience with, with one of my friends recently who um she i thought she didn't I was like, she'll never be the one who co- wants to ride a bike with me. And I won't say her name. She's not listening, but I don't want to gossip. <laughs> but she, um, she's totally rallied. Like two, three weeks in a row, she's calling me going, um, can we go for a Monday night Yay! bike ride again? And she comes over and she borrows a bike and we go for a bike ride. It's fabulous. It's amazing. It's so Yay! easy. It's, so, it's just great. It's great to, yeah, to see super somebody. super fun getting on a bike and having fun
3: and the thing is you know what riding a bike actually being on the bike riding it's
2: fun it's,
1: it's so <laughs> it's sort of fun. fun you know i'm sorry but there's <laughs> nights where i've gone out and you're kind of like i'm sorry but like this night is a dud or the party right. was kind of a dud and i never feel that way anymore when i ride my bike it's always you're gonna right. say something no it's it's
4: this is the man serving again i, I like to believe <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a friend of mine in uh, a rock band called Dengue Fever, and w- oh, we yeah. used to talk I to know. him all the time, and Zach, he lived in San Francisco, too, yeah. and we used to talk about, like, you know, y- you get on your bike, and you'd ride to a party, and the party was a dud, but sometimes the ride to the party and the <laughs> ride back were so the best part joy. of the party. We yeah.
0: always have that. It's true. It's absolutely
3: true. So, I mean... There's a reason why a ton of kids do it, you know. Kids? Okay. <laughs> I'm like,
1: Hello. Well, it's like I, I it's like my f- most like I know it's summer when I'm you know climbing up Sunset towards the Echo, and there's a full moon just like oh, hanging over Sunset, me. and it's really warm, and I'm heading to see a band at a club, and mm-hmm. you know that's a cool ride once you hit it at a ride right around Virgil or whatever because the lane bike lane starts, nice. and it's just like man, it's fucking summer and i'm on my bike and i'm headed up to see you know you know airborne toxic event and i'm just psyched yeah. you know it's so fun and it's cool so yeah but i do think that having more i think that with us as women riding and as you know female entrepreneurs it is a good thing that we reach out because that was the one thing when we went around in the you know talking to women in the uh the task force was some of the women that don't ride all the time is they're scared yeah, yeah, and they don't have anyone to really show them. And honestly, this is a topic I want to talk about you guys and is the hostility. Sometimes you get from men and especially sometimes at bike shops to get a little bit of like, oh, yeah. you know, it was just, it reminds me of when I was really actively playing music and, you know, actively working musician for 10 years and some guy is going to try to tell me what bass strings I need really dude I've been playing for 10 years okay (laughs) just give me what I need but I think that that's also an issue too is like you know don't treat me like an idiot Mm -hmm. and I know a little bit I just need your knowledge and your expertise and you know
3: I know I've had that experience too and I just don't I don't get it I don't get it like if you know, here I am, and I and I don't know how to fix this thing. Yeah. I'm curious, and I want to mm-hmm. know, and I'm asking, like, yeah. why would you shun me or, okay. like, disrespect me because I'm if trying? a hot
2: woman walks into a bike yeah. shop, they should put the wrench down, stand <laughs> up, and come over and talk, right? I mean, that's pretty and, simple. Or at least,
3: like, don't make some face and give me some attitude when I ask a valid question. Right. Like, hey, this is – I broke a spoke on my bike that's recently, right. and I'm like, hey – you
1: know, should I replace the wheel or right. should I replace the spoke? What this, do you think?
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, and I do. I get it. I was just uh, ran new brakes on uh, this bike I'm fixing up. And uh, well, Dave helped me run the brakes. He did. He Yay, guided Dave. me through the. Happy br- birthday, I can't. Dave. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dave. Um, and I tell you right now, I went to literally four bike shops and I wouldn't purchase at two of them because of the fucking attitude I got. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious? Good for you. It was Good really aggravating. Yeah. It was really, and I was yeah. bummed because I'm, you know, I, I couldn't, but it's it's a constant theme. And honestly, I hate to say this, but at the more, and I don't like the sort of, I, I like to support the indies, you know, mm-hmm. um, but at places like performance and stuff, I, I hate that to say this, but you're seen more as a customer. Yeah. So the customer right. service is like, I don't, you know, I'm not dissing that shop. It's a great shop. I'm just saying that I want to support a grassroots indie small business. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
3: Absolutely.
1: And and because there
3: are reasons. Because at those grassroots indie shops, you know, you're more of maybe a, if
2: there's some female shop owners, or maybe that would be ha, us someday. Ha, I know. Has is is there? I mean, are there any female? Yeah. Shop I mean, there's ranchers at in? the co-ops.
1: Women ranchers at the co-ops.
2: There's um, yeah.
1: And there's a. Uh, There's a girl that works at Orange 20 that I I don't know her, but Amanda used to work there, and I would go in there a lot when she worked there. Uh Um, because, dude, that girl knows bicycles, yeah. you know. And
3: well, there's certainly a lot of women that work at shops as well. I mean, at least in San Francisco, I can speak to that. You know, you'll I see. Don't, you don't see
1: it as much oh, here, really. really. Yeah, uh, I w- uh, Go uh, ahead. Throw uh, in your two do, steps.
4: Do you ladies ever go to bicycle bitching over at the bike kitchen? Yeah, we kitchen? were
1: talking about that. Yeah. yeah. That's do, a really great thing. Do you thing. find
4: that it segregates more or that it, that it sort of uh, um, unites people more? I like to think that there, at some point women like guys. I don't know if that's well, a, it's not, that's a it's not, thing, but, but
1: feminism is not about not, no, alive, no, not and, and that's, having, that's not having men too. because great men right, right. are awesome and they contribute to the conversation and yes. they're allies. Yes. The bicycle bitch in every, when you've been locked out of culture to a certain degree and locked out of privilege, you need a space to gain the sense of your own movement and pow- and power. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. begin a discourse like that so, to you to move into privileged spaces a- comfortably. April itself, you feel
4: comfortable exactly, you with do, and
1: I. That's where I think the bicycle bitching and um, is a good space for that because you know you're getting the language in a place that you're not being tr- patted on the hat, sexually objectified. You know what I mean? The many other pat- patted on the head. Oh, nice little. You know, you're treated in a way that helps you get the language, and then you can walk into Orange 20 or another space, but they're cool there, but I'm just saying another space that isn't, and have confidence with it. And as a consumer, be like, if you're going to be a dick, I'm not going to spend my money here.
4: Well, that's, that's what it comes down to. I mean, it's regardless of, of if, if it is that thing, but I, I like to think you're comfortable at places like that. That's why you spend the money, right?
1: You know what? That's the discourse, the, the conversation we're having, is I just, again, I've had this... This experience where oh, no, we
2: all have, yeah, we, we've all had this experience.
1: No, you're not comfortable. That's the point. Not and
2: comfortable. I don't feel like you're even looking at me or listening to, to eye me. I contact so I can ask a question in your store when I'm coming in with my wallet right. to buy either. to just like I'm building a bike right now and I, I'm having a kind of a hard time finding a shop that I want Ditto. to love. And want to feel good walking into, and want to spend all this money at. Yep. So I've been buying stuff online, but Ditto. You know, it's like it, it sh- doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it is it an is. issue. It really is an issue, and just.
4: Well, y- I like to address the fact that we we tried to have a a, a, a women's night uh, over at the the bike oven, and um, it, it's not that it wasn't attended. It's just that it, it was definitely maybe it hadn't picked up. Maybe it'll be different now. But uh, we like to believe that every every day or every night is women's night. I mean, we had but women women doing it. Yeah, come on by.
1: And I think the co-ops are a little different. I'm, I think I'm
4: not adverse to new, new people coming into the oven. In fact, I, I welcome it. Uh,
1: the co-ops seemed like... Most of the co-ops, they're made from people who've been in social justice work. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So they have the discourse. They've been involved. They understand. They People understand their privilege or their disenfranchisement. Do you know what I mean? The, the conversation has happened. So I think in co-ops, I personally feel more comfortable. The women I know from the co-ops are fucking awesome. And they've been absolute, like you know, idols, like people that I, they've they re- got me on the bike, you know what I mean? And made me feel confident about riding, seeing them out there riding, you mm-hmm. know? So I think the cops, I think that they're doing, I think that they've started a great conversation mm-hmm. with it and a, and a space. It's more the bike shops.
0: Oh,
4: cool. The
0: cool thing about this yeah, is, go is ahead. Uh. It's, like a, it's like a
4: bicycle bitching, but we get to listen. Like we actually can, uh, you know. Advocate? No, we can hear it on our computer the guys oh right oh, yeah. but oh, I think that there's thing. a lot
1: of and bring like pushing this issue more because I'm gonna push it I think that you two and lots of other men I know are open to this conversation because you're you're not threatened by it or right. for whatever you're securing yourselves your people and you in turn that
4: manservant one and manservant two <laughs>
3: <laughs> very secure you
1: very know what, secure. what I'm saying so I think that that we learned from you you know Can what I'm saying
3: not yet, men serving No, you have
1: to leave the
4: thong on. <laughs> so so uh, Nick and Chicken Leather here are both wearing thongs, matching thongs.
1: You can put the and tutu on, though, it, however. Oh, the tutu would be awesome. Now,
0: now,
4: see, we talk about all these things that that men objectify. Ellen, oh, we're totally by, <laughs> objectifying but, you. But it's, Absolutely. It's funny because I, I think of, like, uh, how the industry sort of gears all these clothes or different things, to, And it's like... That's not really what it was. When I used to ride out with my, my significant other, my girlfriend, she would just wear what she was going to wear to the exactly. event. Oh, and yeah. I think a lot of it, bicycling, transportation-wise, is that. Uh, it's not like we're going on a 50-mile ride. In fact, right. just the opposite. It was something that I always think would be easy. And it wasn't about easy. It was about like having fun and how do you feel comfortable. Right. And usually, spandex, it gets... It gets no. Oh, it feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> it does
1: feel I mean, feel that's weird. just me. No, but that's why we've sort of like why Jen's you know pedal panties and that's the, yeah. you know. yeah
4: it, you know we never really discuss but are they are they cotton or they polyester? they're right there take a look I see them but yeah. we we didn't explain it on on the yeah radio. they're diff-
1: they're like a cotton like a poly sort of like yeah, or blend yeah
3: nylon
4: spandex uh huh um, okay touch them. <laughs> I mean, it's a very thin, it's like a... Oh, it is. It's, it's almost like swim swimming like trunks. Sh-
3: it's based on like a tri-short weight chamois. Okay. I you know what
4: that is. I think I might wear them in the tri-short, tri-short weight <laughs> chamois. It sounds like something I should be polishing a car <laughs> up with or something. It's well, a,
1: you're polishing something with it. Yeah. But dum oh, okay. Sorry.
3: A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cushions for your
4: curtains. So there is a label there.
3: Cushion <laughs> for your curtains! <laughs> I can't take credit for that one. That's awesome. Um, thank you, Eva and Emiliana. <laughs> um, but... but Label. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm wearing them right now that you can't really tell. You know, they're not enough cushion to make a big bulge. It's
4: just, right. like, it's just enough. So I, I th- want you a can big bulge. Is, is she, and, and, <laughs> and, and our a lovely person from San Francisco is wearing <laughs> anchor cut of jeans socks for the bulge. And a, and a pedal power t shirt. <laughs> And and the panties. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's. It, and I'm I'm seeing what color they're like. <laughs> she they're really like wants color. to take
1: these pants <laughs> off. No, she doesn't. <laughs> and I'm she voting. Doesn't. No, no. For that. We're not. Gonna, uh, I I would like to see. That's that. That's a whole
4: different level. We'll There's leave that to DOT and to their their. <laughs> Thank <their laughs> <their laughs> <their laughs> you, man. But. <laughs> but uh th- these are something universal obviously everybody wears wears underwear why can't they be wearing pedal pants Why right? can't they', why can't they, they? Why can't really they? yes.
1: uncomfortable yeah. they're really comfortable
4: so having said that is there a, a woman uh, a man's version of the woman's uh, number thing?
3: one most common question that myself and my really? is partner Mary get yes okay when when are you going to make them for a men? guy Do version. you make them for men uh currently we don't. Um,
4: so th- and then of course the next question after that boxers or briefs right
3: I want to
1: know boxers or briefs uh, no.
4: today uh, I've got does it vary Oh oh yeah. well from a from <laughs> a, a man's point of view uh, you know uh, I mean, I le- letting it air or or you know uh, tight frankly kind of how function? you
1: have the package out there all the time I, it's like really that's a lot of work
4: it yeah. is it is I'm but, telling you and we want to take I credit for that and I'm, yeah, I'm gonna That's turn true. This I like the boy, in, but, uh, little boy pants. You show me for yours. Us. I'll show you mine. <laughs> mine are kind of uh, floral oh, design. Oh, cool! There are,
0: there are
3: There's actually pink and orange and purple flowers. That's
1: a man though that could sport that. I, uh, that's awesome.
4: This this means I slept over at somebody's oh, house and I had morning. a. I went through the. Oh, the, uh, the
1: thong uh-oh. image. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
4: <laughs> they're not thongs. they I, I, I I'm not. But see, that's, okay. that's 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 the other thing. It's like I, I my girlfriend used to wear my, her favorite pants were a pair of like. Old uh, boxer army shorts and I realized it was because they. it's not that they weren't made well but they were made really well I mean yeah. these are the kind of I'm sure the Ralph Nader wears like we, we joke about <laughs> him wearing like socks and stuff like 50 times or 100 times or you know endlessly <laughs> and I don't mean the same day but no after you wa- we launder them they come back fine and, and I realized they stood up to that what? Okay. I'm gonna get out of this conversation. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) funny. But yeah, it is thank you for your insight because it is definitely an issue for women and I agree with you, April, I do a lot of my part buying on I know online, you know, for that reason.
2: Right. Um, another business plan we yeah. could yeah. although I do I would like to add that I have
3: I have had very very positive experiences yes. with men yes. at bike shops absolutely. when I ask questions who answer me they look me in the eye they respect me they answer thoroughly yep and they're you know absolutely stellar awesome you know so that, those, I've had that, that too that does exist you know it does but it, it, it is worth mentioning that the opposite exists and it's something you know to become aware of and
2: you know hopefully Hopefully. And when you have a good experience at a shop to share with, with Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Get on and, you know, somewhere, some type of comment and and mm-hmm. put it on there. But I agree, I have too. I've had, yeah. you know, really good ones. And good ones with, you know, mechanics and mm-hmm. giving me tips and being really cool. And, you know, going in after I did something and I broke apart and throwing it on there for free. Right. You know, for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I, I, that,
3: I mean, you know what? And just to add to that, like that makes me feel really awesome. Yeah, it makes me feel part of the community. It makes me feel. Uh,
1: we have a call.
3: That there has to be something. Has Hello, to be
1: turned talk? up.
0: Hi, this is when you reach State. We're
6: Facebook friends with Bike uh,
3: Talk and radio. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you to hold on
6: for just one second while we bring. We're your bringing up the up monitor. Over. Okay, so who's so this again? I, I, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, we can. Excellent. Um, I'm Wendy Reed with Antelope Valley Conservancy. We throw an annual bicycle ride here called the Antelope Valley Ride. And we're Facebook friends with you, and we're excited to call in today.
2: Maybe, Wendy, we, we're going to have you hold in just for one second, because we all can't hear you. Or maybe Jen can repeat the question.
4: See
2: some of the conservancy? So, I'm sorry, Wendy, you're, where are you from again?
6: Antelope Valley Conservancy Antelope Valley Conservancy Cool Awesome And um, So I'm sorry
3: to make you repeat yourself again What's,
6: What was your question? Can you hear me? Ne- well, oh actually
1: now, now we can
6: Okay sorry about that Please continue Wendy thank you Hello can you hear me? Yeah.
1: Yep okay, we, can. we can
6: We gotcha Oh well great
3: <laughs> We
1: gotcha okay.
3: Technical difficulties but we're good now
1: so from the Antelope Valley Conservancy,
6: we host an annual bicycle ride called the Antelope Valley Ride. We are your Facebook friends, and we were invited to call in today. Oh, thank Yay. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> tell, tell us about your
1: ride. Tell us about the ride.
6: Oh, the ride. The ride is uh, one week from today on May 7th, and we leave out of Quartz Hill, which is in the Lancaster-Palmdale area. We include legal aqueduct riding, because the aqueduct is not legal to ride. It's very scenic. And then we have three rides, 20, 30, and 60 milers, or you can just ride on the aqueduct and back. Oh,
0: nice. The 30
6: and 60 milers go through real beautiful countryside, a rural community, and because it's the Antelope Valley, we still do have a long ride without stops, which is very pleasurable for our riders,
2: Definitely.
3: Yeah.
6: We're trying to get more riders.
2: Fantastic. That's great. And he'll definitely broadcast that on all of our various social
6: media.
1: What's a a website that people can go to to find out info?
6: Thank you for asking. It's A-V, as in Antelope Valley, so Uh avconservancy.org. And if you go to the events page, you'll see all the links. So, is this something you guys organize frequently? Are these big rides? Yes, this is actually our 16th annual year. Wow. It's a ride, <laughs> a ride that, that we inherited from a group called Avtrek. Avtrek was the consolidation of the Antelope Valley Heritage Foundation and the 25 year old Antelope Valley Trails Council. And Avtrek was very well respected in the community for a long time. They've been wonderful trails advocates. And this, along with the Earth Day cleanup that we do every year, we, um, you know, committed to do annually uh, to carry on that Avtrek tradition. Fantastic. Sounds like you do great stuff, Wendy. Um, Our primary mission is to preserve natural lands. And um, we're not a government agency, so we don't have eminent domain or anything. We just buy land in order to preserve it, and we partner with entities in order to be able to do that. Awesome. Um, we <laughs> we're we authorized by the Department of Fish and Game to hold mitigation, and so that's our main work. And we also um, have uh, grant uh, ac- uh, acquisitions uh, where we've purchased land with grants that came to us from, for example, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the Proposition 84 watershed grants that California voters approved a couple of years ago. So we have been the beneficiary of that. Um, It's only a few thousand dollars, but it's enabled us to be able to preserve some wonderful uh, new wetlands year-round resource for the Devil's Punchbowl natural area. Nice, very nice.
3: And how many many riders
6: do you generally see at these rides? Well, this is the disappointment, and why I'm hoping that the Killer Radio listeners will... Come on out and ride with us because <laughs> it's really a great ride, and we really do need the support. Uh-huh. Um, we don't even get a hundred riders. We go to all effort. Though. We've got three different support stations and volunteers. Have you
1: contacted like the LA Bicycle Coalition to uh, put it on their newsletter? Yes.
6: Okay. Yes. We we are you know in touch with them since last year. Okay. Uh, at this event. Uh, bless them. They, they do great, great work. Yeah. And um, and they're really engaging the Antelope Valley now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the model of these things is for us all to work together. So how can we claim to be, you know, advocating for trails and for bicycle trails if we're not out there doing things like right. this ride? Right, yeah. But if we don't get yeah. the riders back to support... Mm-hmm. Our expense right. and, our, and right. our time commitment to putting yeah. on the ride because we're all right. volunteers. Yeah. Yeah, we're not absolutely. getting paid for this. So right. we really need the riders to come out and
0: support yeah.
3: us. I mean, and it's a, it sounds great. It's a very supported ride, it sounds like. There's other riders, so it's perfect for someone who's. You know, maybe just getting into cycling. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to go out uh, on your own. You know, this is a perfect opportunity to get on the roads with, you know, a pretty big support system. 100 riders. It's not too shabby. I know that on it an could be a- Like an
1: aqueduct. You know yeah, what I mean? Beautiful. Like not a.
6: Yeah. Well, that's our goal. You would think you would think that we could reach that, you know. And let me say also that we do have um, sponsorship support that we got this year. Um From the Willow Springs Motorcycle Club. A lot of motorcycle riders actually cross-train on bicycle. We have some nice elevations uh, for the riders. You know, um, it may not be, you know, the killer year for the wildflowers or something, but (laughs) it's still amazing to see. I mean, just riding in the
3: aqueduct alone sounds pretty cool to me. You know,
6: that sounds fabulous. It's awesome. And we've even got a totally, like, downhill return this year. We rerouted. um, Oh,
3: downhills. Even better. That's the whole reason to go (laughs) uphill.
6: Perfect. Perfect.
3: It's all downhill from here. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for calling, Wendy. That's next Saturday.
6: Next Saturday. Antelope Valley. Next Saturday. Antelope Valley Ride. May 7th.
3: And it leaves
1: out of Lancaster, Palmdale. Awesome! Thank Um, you.
6: It's actually out of Quartz Hill, which is in between Lancaster and Palmdale. Quartz Hill. And we're real proud of our little town, Quartz Hill. Awesome. And it's a beautiful park. It's called George Lane Park. George Lane Park. Check-in will open at 7 o'clock in the morning, but we really wish people would pre-register so that we have enough lunches and everybody, you know, everything in advance.
3: Cool. Well,
1: right. we'll definitely mention it. Uh, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon, and we'll mention it with the other ride, the memorial ride that's going on tonight. We'll, we'll make sure and mention those again before we sign off. Right.
3: Well, good luck with that ride. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you so much for calling, Wendy. Maybe we'll oh, thank you,
6: you guys so much. I love Kill Radio. Take Yay. care now. Thanks again. Yay. Bye-bye.
3: All right, Wendy, nice. That was very in cool. in the
2: aqueduct, that's like only something from movies. I might try to do that. I'm definitely going to broadcast that in my communities. Yeah. 30, 60,
3: and 90, did you say? The mileage? Yeah, there Roots.
1: was like a, and um, there's also a really cool bike trail, uh, the Bologna Creek bike trail. There's been a long time organization. Bologna Creek? Bologna Creek <laughs> to save the wetlands down in uh, Playa del Rey and I Marina del Rey. I did ride last weekend. Did you see the wildflowers? Amazing. Holy. We've had an amazing, like, you know, our tropical rain kind of winter. Oh, right. Dude, and this wetlands down in Playa del Rey, all of these sort of preserved lands. Incredible. And the bike lane cuts right through it all the way to the beach. that sounds amazing. Weren't the wildflowers last week?
2: I, I, it was, I, there were so many different types of yellow flowers. I I took tons of photographs. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And, we just don't get that in Southern California. It
1: was amazing. It was so Sounds amazing. Yeah,
2: it was awesome. A little bit of info. Sorry, we're getting
3: a note from manservant. oh, awesome the
1: manservant uh, one. No. is giving us a note. It's not a note.
0: He's
4: passing oh, notes.
3: Passing what, notes at Kill I
2: don't Radio. Understand what to do, so I'm okay. Pass around let the let pass a note, passing April. The passing
3: notes. notes. Detention. <laughs>
2: passing oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
1: I think I might be on board. Um, so I'm on board. I just We totally to appreciate Kill Radio and one of the um, supporters of Kill Radio is kpfk.org and we're so psyched that they, you know, broadcast on kpfk.org and for the support and wouldn't be here and without it. And this is such an important um, medium media to have is this really community Absolutely. based. And the people that have shows on this uh, station, they participate in the station. You can't just show up and do a show. You have to be part of it. And it's really great that KPFK.org has uh, supported kill radio. Uh, Absolutely. It's, I think it's that's amazing. I where
2: the podcasts are too. Of course, if you're not listening to this now, you'll be listening to the podcast. So you will have already found it, but um, we'll investigate that. How to find the podcast information and provide it with you guys. No, it's yeah, you, guys. you can it's find it on
1: kpfk.org and there's archives of the show. One of my friends uh, emailed me today and was like, "Oh, I can't watch it, but or listen, but I'll definitely listen to the archive." Uh, so very nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks so Big much fans of for Kill Radio, that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and kpfk.org. So so the two rides we need to mention because I know what's our time here. We're kind of wrapping up, Ten right? We have about 10 minutes. We just want to pimp out this stuff, which is uh, Glenn called and told us about a memorial ride for uh, Herman Alexander Romero, um, the teenager soccer player from Chatsworth High that was hit by a uh, hit-and-run. Yeah, hit,
2: and he was hit, a 17-year-old hit-and-run, and, run, and so they're going to have a ride tonight. Um, the Orange Line, the Receda station, leaving at 6 p.m., so go out and uh, celebrate this life that was lost. And the family, I guess, just really wants to, is, is really concerned about. Um, well, they don't, they calling. want to, they want something
3: good to come out of this tragedy. Yeah, uh,
2: of course. Yeah. And uh, it's a,
3: a memorial ride way to kind of show your support and, you know, support the family, support his friends, support riders everywhere, you know, yeah. and drawing awareness. And raise awareness. Exactly.
2: It's huge. Right. Yeah. Safety yeah. in numbers. So that's definitely. 6 p.m. tonight. Yeah.
3: and um,
1: At the uh, Orange Line Station, meet up at the Orange Line at 6 p.m. Uh, Reseda and Oxnard for Herman Alexander Romero. Uh, good journey, and, and uh, we'll definitely remember you, Herman. Um, and then the second ride. sorry. Yeah, to the family. To the family, it's, absolutely. I'm really glad that they're turning it into something so cool. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know. Channeling it that way, which is awesome. Yeah. And then the second one, Wendy just called in from the Antelope Valley Conservancy, right? right. And this is their—did f- she say fifteenth or sixteenth? Sixteenth year. Awesome of their annual ride. This is awesome. I know. <laughs> Good for her. I bet it's amazingly beautiful. Yeah. I think
2: I might a- arrange a try Facebook to- event for oh, that. Oh, cool. I might try to arrange What's a Facebook event said? and get a group together next, next Saturday. Weekend. This is April. Yeah. Yeah, May seventh, arrange a yeah, ride to do that next weekend if nice. anybody wants to go. Pay take attention. your mom, yeah, take definitely. your mom on the ride. Yeah, it's Mother's, Mother's Day, right? Day. Like Mother's May Day 8th. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay.
1: So, the, so the info there is uh, May seventh, and they're leaving. F- at the, it's at the meetups in Quartz Hill, which is in the Antelope Valley, um, between on the way to Lancaster and between Lancaster <laughs> and Palmdale, and it's at the what George Lane Park? Was that right?
2: Uh, yeah, the, they want people to pre-register so they have enough lunches, I believe she said. Yeah. So I think they'll be providing lunch. They want people to arrive at 7 a.m. and... For uh, registration. For registration. But and you can go to, what is it, AV? Lane Park. It's right here. Um,
3: you could check out the uh, more information on their website at AV for Antelope Valley, AVConservancy.org for more information and for pre-registering. So, yeah, that one sounds like a good one. Well, definitely want to
1: thank, um, first of all, thanks to KPFK.org and Kill Radio for having the first Chicks on Bikes Woo-hoo! Yay! Woo-hoo! radio yeah. show. And especially thanks to April. Yay, April Yay, organized April. this and brought this all in. April from Anchor Girl. So miss. we really appreciate thank it. And Nick, thank pleasure. you so thanks much. so much, Nick. Yeah, thanks, we totally Nick appreciate it. So us
3: sit in the studio for Absolutely. Now. Yeah, a definitely. Hours. It's been a pure oh, joy. Great. And for
1: your total insight and your comments, and for being our um, hot man for the day and serving us our leader. beer, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, is there anything you need to do to sort of wrap up? Or I the theme
3: music. oh, yay! Theme
1: music!
0: Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Yay! Oh, I'm
0: sorry. B I K E P L K. Thank you.